0: Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast, the podcast for women in and around the tech industry. Every week we dive into the conversations, frameworks, and best practices to help you stress less, work less, and earn a lot more. My name is Nicole Church-Steinbach, your host and the International Bravery Coach for Women in Tech. Let's go. Welcome, Women in Tech. Welcome to the Decision Framework episode. Now, this episode is for you. If you are indecisive, if you waffle around, if you spin around choices, and also... If you have a habit of accepting too little, if the first option that comes your way is what you jump on, or even if you have a history of jumping from fire to fire, or not even jumping at all. Now, the decision framework sits inside of accountability in the Builder Bray framework. Now, if you have missed. I say this in every episode, I think, if you've missed the Build Your Brave Framework 2.0 at the beginning of season three, make sure you hop on over there and you really get into the depth of this. But to make sure we have the framework, part one is clarity, best summed up with the sentence. I set clear, specific goals and share them with the people around me. Part two is momentum. I spend just as much time feeling my way to success as I do working towards it. And part three, accountability, what we're talking about today is I choose who I want to become and do the work to become her. Now, each of these parts overlap with each other. They support and lift each other up and they build each other up and that is especially true for the decision framework. Because a decision framework, you can only use this to solve the problems of being indecisive, settling, spinning, jumping from fire to fire, or never jumping at all, if you have a smart goal. So if you don't have a smart goal, the decision framework is going to be helpful, but nowhere near as helpful as it would be If you knew what your goal was. So, if you don't have a SMART goal, my biggest, biggest, biggest recommendation is you stop listening right now and you pop over to that earlier episode. It's in Clarity, it's in Season Three Clarity, the SMART goal. All right, but let's talk about how to actually use the decision framework. So, the first step that I encourage my clients to undertake is to consciously think and even say out loud, I can make this decision, or I trust myself to decide, or I'm going to go through this exercise and it's going to help me make a decision. The very first part, if you've been struggling with being decisive in a way that serves you. It's to tell yourself to believe, to anchor into the thought and the feeling that you can make this decision. This is how we build upon momentum, which is spending just as much time feeling as you do doing. So step one, Anchor in to a thought and a feeling that helps you move forward with a decision. The second step is pull up your SMART goal. Make sure your SMART goal is in front of you. If your SMART goal is to work two hours less every single week in the month of July, pull that SMART goal up if it's getting a promotion within the next quarter, pull it up. If it's have less conflict with my team because I set clearer, more understandable tasks and expectations for them over the next quarter, pull it up. Okay. Make sure your SMART goal is in front of you. Step three, whatever it is that you're being indecisive about, You create as many options as possible. So let's take the one about creating clear tasks and expectations. You create as many options as possible. So you document everything in PowerPoint and you send it to the team for comments. You put everything in an Excel and then you walk through that Excel with the entire team every single week and you update it live on a shared screen. You could redesign your team and the responsibilities and the accountabilities for every single one. You could work with someone from HR, or from the people and culture team to establish values. You could so many other options, but you need to create as many options as possible. And be wacky. Be wild. Maybe you decide that you're going to have a lunch with every single person on the team in the course of, you know, a month. You can have virtual lunches. And you just ask them like, hey, what's going well? What's not going well? What could we do differently? That's the evaluation framework within the momentum part of the Build Your Brave framework. There's an episode for that. Or you could choose someone to come in and do an entire audit. Like you can go wacky with this too, right? So you got to create as many options as you possibly can. So if you've anchored into a thought and feeling, you've pulled up your SMART goal and you come up with as many options as you can, really give yourself the luxurious amount of time that you need to come up with as many options as you can. And you can also talk to your career board of advisors, right? You can explore it in your spider networking. You can explore what are other options I've never thought of. Okay. The next step is to create your cut line. So, in the example that I took about clear expectations, there has to be a cut line. For example, can't cost any budget. There can be no budget relevance to how I create better expectations and better task delegation. Maybe that's your cut line. Maybe that's your bottom line, your absolute minimum. When you know your SMART goal and you know your cut line, for example, it can't have any budget relevance. Now you have a container You have guidelines, guardrails to work within. So you look at all of the options, every single one of them. You want to have lots and lots and lots of them. And you compare them to your SMART goal and to your cut line. Anything that takes you away from your SMART goal gets pitched, gets dumped, gets deleted. It's not a feasible option anything below your cut line, for example, it would require budget also gets deleted. And now you have options. Now you have actual elements that you can decide upon. The importance right here, because a lot of people will be like, ah, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to skip that whole brainstorming, that whole creating crazy options. I'm just going to skip that. I'm not going to be luxurious. I'm just going to go into what do I believe is feasible? Do not do that. You will miss so many rich conversations with the people around you and your spider networking, your career board of advisors, and you will miss expanding your brain with new ideas. If you stick to only what you know now, you're not going to be working powerfully towards the SMART goal you have right now and the ones that you have for the future. So take the time, train and expand your brain, utilize your relationships and your network, leverage the experts around you, do the work. And then weed out what doesn't get me to my SMART goal and what is below my cut line. The other benefit of creating tons of options at the beginning is that in the future, your SMART goal might be different, right? And your bottom line might be different. And you might be like, oh, I had this great idea in this other situation where I needed to make a decision. That option wasn't viable at the time or I didn't choose it at the time. Let me go pull that out and look at it again. So don't skip the step of making the options. So after you have looked at and deleted out what are not viable options for right now, then you feel into the decision you go back into clarity, you go back into momentum. And if the perfect quote unquote perfect option makes you feel awful, heavy, anxious, panicky, all of these things, pretending to be someone else, taking you further away from who you want to be. I don't care how viable that option is. That is not the right option for right now. You need to do more exploration you need to do more learning, you need to talk to a mentor, to a coach, you need to talk to a colleague. Something is going on there that does not fit you. The same is true if you're throwing out a decision. If that is a decision that has you the most lit up, the most excited, the most like that would really elevate me towards being the person I want to be, then that decision also needs more exploration. You need to talk to a mentor, trusted colleague, a coach, okay? You want to feel your way as much as you do your way to your success. And then I just got this from a fellow coach. She has the term gag and go. You've done all of this prep work, and at the beginning, it's going to take a lot of time it's going to get faster and faster. Every time you do it, you're going to make a decision and you're going to make that decision for the next period of time. So you're going to say, okay, my decision is we're going to have this Excel and all of the tasks and all of the expectations are going to be in this Excel line by line, by line, by line with who it's assigned to. And in our team call every week or twice a week, or once a month, or whatever, we're going to go line by line by line by line by line. Because my SMART goal is that my expectations and my goals are extremely clear. That's what I'm working on as a leader. You commit to it. So let's say you commit to it, you have weekly team meetings, you commit to it for six weeks. At the end of six weeks, You evaluate what's going well, what's not going well, and what can I do differently. Now, I would tell my coaching clients that they should evaluate every single week in the six weeks and then evaluate all six weeks in one time because that's going to go back into the decision framework and they're going to repeat, 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 repeat upon their experiences. And that is how you train yourself into being decisive in a way that brings you closer to your goals, closer to who you want to be, and really helps you stress less and work less and, yes, earn more. Because that is truly the outcome. There are some other results that I have noticed for myself and for my clients. The more you trust yourself to make decisions, the more you trust yourself to make decisions. It's this fantastically wonderful positive spiral. Of course, the negative is also true. But let's focus on the positive. The more you trust yourself, The more you have confidence in yourself, and the more you become decisive, and you are always learning, you're always improving, you're always growing, and the entire Build Your Brave framework is there to support you as you do that. So, let me give you a really concrete example. So one of my client's smart goal was to switch careers within the tech industry but she wanted to switch her career and she wanted to have at least 40% more money. She also very intentionally wanted time to ride her road bike and sleep in past 5 a.m. She had a big commute, she wanted the commute to be gone. And she wanted to be in a global intellectually challenging role. Okay, That's what her goal was. She went and she created her SMART goal like I just outlined, board of directors. She did her interest interviews, spider networking. She turned lots of those into opportunities. They turned into an interview to outcome sort of situation where she was interviewing, she negotiated, and she got to the point where she essentially had two offers, one in hand and one verbal. And neither of them fulfilled everything. She was excited about both, but neither fulfilled everything. So she utilized this framework. Now, of course, she didn't start utilizing this framework with this big decision. She started with other decisions, but she utilized this framework. And what she realized was that to have that intentional life set up, to sleep way past 5 a.m., to have gorgeous, rewarding time on her road bike, and to work in a very growth-oriented, global, and intellectually stimulating role, turned out 40% wasn't necessary. And she made the decision. She made the decision for her SMART goal on how she felt having followed and created lots and lots and lots of options for how to make the decision. The other offer definitely crossed. Woo! Definitely crossed the income increase. But she wasn't sure if she would really have time to get on her road bike, and if the job would stay intellectually stimulating. So became a way for her to trust herself to make the decision. And she did. And it's been great. I'll tell you, it's been great. And she has since elevated. Because she's been doing such a great job and she's so balanced as a full human, she's easily crossed the 40% increase. Just took a few more months. That's the power of being decisive. So I want you to go out. This is going to be some homework. I want you to go out and really start the process of building the trust in yourself. Now, please don't start with any of the examples that I gave you. Those are really big examples. Start, especially if right now you're jumping from fire to fire or you're constantly spinning saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I want you to start with something really small. Where do you want to eat? Choose a night to go out. Maybe that's it. Just choose one night to go out. And if that's not difficult, you're like, oh, that's totally fine. Then where do you want to go to eat? Come up with lots and lots of options. Really stretch your brain. Go past those five common restaurants that you go to and really come up with a bunch. Think about a smart goal. Think about a cut line. Like for example, everything can't be covered in cheese, or there has to be a vegetarian option, or I don't want TVs everywhere, whatever the case may be for you. Then evaluate, and then make a decision. Build the trust that you can trust yourself to make decisions. And then whatever it is, (laughs) come home and evaluate it. And then do it again and again and again. And I'd love to hear how this framework helps you. What kind of decision you end up making. Pop me an email. Until next time, brave it up. Hey, before you go, our fellow women in tech really need these insights. So do them a favor, pop on over and leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Help them find the Celebrate Brave podcast. All right. Thanks a bunch. Until next time, brave it up.